0: This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio.
1: Every time I would call my sister, he would intercept the the phone call and I'd be like, "Um, I asked for Terry, not Carrie. He goes, oh yeah, I know, she's busy right now. And he would just small talk. So that small talk was really maybe flirting. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I think so. Welcome to Fast Lane Family with Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Welcome to Fast Lane Family. Today in studio, I have an amazing member of my family, Renee Earnhardt here. Renee is the wife of my other brother. (laughs) His name's not Daryl; it's Carrie, and uh, also my older brother, Carrie. So, Renee, we always start out with the "How did you meet your other half?" So, we want to hear that story about you and Carrie.
1: I'm going to try to simplify that story a little bit because it's a little bit of a long story. But essentially, I met sort of your brother through your dad. And it was open house that your dad always had. And anybody that was a fan was always able, if they were going to get an autograph, you were guaranteed to get an autograph that day. He stayed At, there for hours. Hours. I mean, on those days. camp out the day before. Well, my mom was a huge Dale Earnhardt fan. And I'll try to, I just want to do this quick funny story. <laughs> my grandfather was very competitive, her dad. Well, he did not like Dale when Dale came into the sport. He was Kelly Yarborough, Pearson. Dale was just the young punk that came in with an attitude well my mom was very competitive too so who does she pick to cheer for on Sundays? The opposite of dad. dad. So <laughs> anyway Mom asked for us to go up to Open House to get Dale's autograph, so we went up there, and of course, like you said, it's hours and hours, and the lines just snaked around the dealership, and it was four of us that went. It was my sister and my mom and my cousin David, and we would take turns. Two would stand in line, hold the spot, and two would walk around because vendors were set up, food was up. It was just a full day of a lot of activity and a lot of fun. They did a great job at it. So my mom and I, we were the pair that was walking around at that moment, and we were standing up at the glass, and we were looking in. And all of a sudden, J.R. Rhodes came out and asked if we would like to come inside and sit down. So, of course, we're like, (laughs) mom was like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we went inside and we sat down on this little uh, leather sofa, sofa at the end of Dale's table. And... I remember I looked at J.R. and I had him to come back over and I said, we've got two other people with us that's standing in line. So he said, okay, wait just a second. So he went over and said something to your dad and he walked, got up and he was had an item and he was signing it. And he came walking over there. He goes, so you got more people with you? And I said, yes, sir. <laughs> he goes, well, let me know when they come to the door and we'll all get up and wave. Now they had probably a good three and a half hours to stand and we were interchanging every hour between us. So Long story short... You're sitting
0: there thinking, you don't you don't know how 30, to handle this, right? Do yeah. you go out and tell them, or do you stay in no there for There's no way that I was going to leave, because my right. mom probably would have kicked me out of the house. Right, I mean, She would right. have just totally disowned
1: me. Um, but so anyway, long story short, um, my sister, while she was standing in line, ended up... Uh, she worked for a dealership back home in the as a service manager and they got a new uh, computer data program she set up that data program while she was in the breezeway of the service department while she was waiting in line while she was waiting in line so she ended up um, getting a job at the dealership (laughs) uh, about a month later they offered her to to come back and get a job but that day i don't know if you remember it but dale introduced us to all three of you guys, because mm-hmm. you guys were signing to I think somewhere in the probably the service department too in the the breezeway there, so it ended up that every time I would call when my sister took the job when I would call, Carrie would intercept my phone call because Carrie also her. worked there.
0: Carrie also worked yeah. There, so, so Carrie did, was yeah. yeah.
1: Carrie was a service writer at the right. dealership too. So anyhow, every time I would call my sister, he would intercept the the phone call and I'd be like I'm, I asked for. Terry, not Carrie, he goes, oh, yeah, I know, she's busy right now, and he would just small talk, and we probably, you know, I knew Carrie and and knew of him, and, and I guess just in conversation by calling my sister. Um, for about a year and a half, and then finally he invited us up to come and watch him race one weekend. We came up and watched him race, and sort of the rest is history. So
0: so that small talk was really maybe flirting. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Well, that's a great story. We all started our careers, really, within Dell and Hart Chevrolet. I started there uh, in high school as a receptionist, and Carrie worked there as a service writer, and Dale worked there, actually in the service department, changing oils and whatnot. Yeah. So. And I
1: think if your dad had any, if his goal, I think, was really to to take Carrie into the dealership yeah arena really yeah. more so than anything. So yeah, Carrie was pitched around here and there on the yeah the dealership side.
0: Very cool. A great story. So tell me um what you loved about Carrie and, and fifteen years later what you still love about Carrie. <laughs>
1: Almost twenty years ago. I'm laughing novelty. because he's <laughs> such a personality. <laughs> he is and you know I, I think that he's just um innocently funny sometimes. He'll just do the, the the silliest things and I think that what I love about him so much is that he just has a way with people. He's very compassion, compassionate and very endearing. And I know that he'll he's very sincere when he talks to people, and that's what I love about him the most. But he is very funny. But he'll go up to people, and he's you know at the the officials, um, and racing when he, r- he raced in NASCAR, and if their wives were ill, he'd always go up the next weekend and be like, "How's your wife doing?" And and that meant so much to him. So that probably, he's just very, um, sincere about himself and and. Caring. But as far as funny, yeah, he does the funniest thing and the kids get the biggest kick out of when he does something and it goes wrong and he just gets this, this look on his face and he'll just walk out the door and they just get the biggest kick because usually he's very serious and stern. But, but for the most part, when things like that happen to him, the kids, they think it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> That's
0: funny. <laughs> So you talk about the kids. You guys have four kids. Yeah. I call you you're the norm of America, the blended family. Bobby and Jeffrey which were uh which are Carrie's two boys from a previous marriage and then you had Blade from a previous marriage when you guys got married. Gosh, they were young.
1: Very young. And we were, you know, it's a his hers and ours now because we have Kayla. Right. Yeah, yeah I, have, I didn't mention Kayla yeah. yet. Yeah. We have, have Kayla. Kayla now. But when <laughs> it was funny because when Carrie and I first started dating, we probably were together less than 12 months and he proposed to me, and I just simply looked at him, because at that time, um, I was 21, and Carrie had gotten his boys full-time, and I looked at him, and I thought, you know, I don't know if I'm the girl for you. You know, I, I had um, started a family myself at a young age, and I was like, I instantly had three children, um, and I think Jeffrey was four, they were four and seven, I believe was their ages, and I have to say that I think I fell in love with the boys first. <laughs> and then I and I don't mean that in a bad way, but I really did. I, I, I think as time went on, when you blend the families together, you, you I, I fell in love with the boys first and I think that's what really I wasn't ready then, but then as time went on I think that's what really brought me to that place. I knew that, okay, I can handle this. You know right. when, we, when we married we had three kids. Boom, just like that. <laughs> so
0: let's go back to, to there when you started dating Carrie. Carrie and Dale Junior lived together. In yes. a double wide trailer across from Hart Incorporated, and you were dating Carrie in the same time that he got custody of his boys, and so then it was Carrie and Renee and Bobby and Jeffrey and Dell.
1: Yeah, and I was going to college at Virginia Tech, and I would drive down on the weekends. Well, then it ended up Carrie was like, you know, when he did have the kids, and and we felt like okay, we're committed to each other. I came down full time, and for a while, we were all, we're all on the trailer, and, and I know for Junior, <laughs> it was really funny, but he, I mean, he handled it well, but um, it was you a You got lot. a funny story? Um,
0: <laughs> because in those days, everyone mm, knows oh, he slept a lot, left of funny a lot story, yeah, that you could tell on air. <laughs> yeah,
1: let me see. Uh, I would
0: have to, I know I came over and, and helped Dale pay the bills, and you know, like, look, dude, you're, electricity bill is going to get cut off soon if you don't send Duke Power a well, check. Well, here's the funny thing about that. Okay, so
1: you brought that up, so I will just add to that. But since you opened the door, I can remember, yes, financially, the t- those two did not pay their bills. Um, and I can remember that I took over Carrie's checkbook. And I wrote, because Junior would take the money, and he would then go and pay the bills right. for their rent for and their right. utilities and so forth. Right. And I had wrote a check straight out to Junior. (laughs) And apparently the electricity didn't get paid or whatever. So I ended up writing the check then straight to the power company.
0: (laughs) Good lesson learned. Yeah. Yes. Those were some fun times. Yeah. You didn't happen to uh, be asleep. I think maybe you guys had moved out uh, by the time when Dad drove up to Dale's bedroom window and laid on the horn one morning trying to get them up because they had something to do, but you guys may have been moved out by then. <laughs> I answer
1: the phone a lot of times when your dad would call. Looking for Dale. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that was fun stuff. All right, so I prefaced in my intro that you really are just simply amazing, and I every time we go on trips and do things together, it, I see you here today. You're just dressed to the nine. You got matching here and there, your accessories <laughs> and your scarf and your shoes and uh, you just always put everything together. We have the coolest party decor at all of your parties. The best recipes. It's like, Renee, where did you get this recipe? This is awesome. And it's all so pretty. And you always think of everything on a trip. We're I know. sitting around at the campground and, and Renee's like, oh, I've got this. Oh, I brought this. Oh, I've got this. We can do this. And I'm like, where did you? You had four kids and this goofy husband that you have to take care of. How do you do all of this?
1: I think growing up, um, I grew up in a little small town, and we had just a very simple country way of living, and you had to be creative. You had to find things to do, and you had to look for those things in order to do them. They just weren't, weren't there, but we entertained ourselves, and we. I, I just like doing that. I like having fun and making memories, and... I, I guess just having to look for those things growing up, but it makes me more prepared whenever I I can do it. But as far as parties and everything, I just have so much fun doing it. And I get so much enjoyment out of seeing other people come
0: and enjoy and it.
1: enjoy it and and the blade our our oldest daughter who's 22 she always fusses to me she goes mom you have these things but I don't really feel like you stop and you're able to do and I said one of these days you'll understand but when you're able to sit and you see everyone else having fun and and really enjoying the time that they're they're together that's what really you know matters my mom was very creative in the things that she did and she was all about presentation she was a, a hairstylist you know a, so uh, she had her own <laughs> yeah, so she, she was always big about, you know, looking your best and, and that kind of thing. So I think that I took it from her. Anytime she did anything, it was just always blown out of proportion. And, you know, and growing up, too, I'd be like, oh, Mom, you know, just make things simple. But I understood why she did it because, she, you know, you get enjoyment out of it. But I think that it just was something that she just liked being creative yeah. on. So.
0: Yeah, speaking of hairstyles, you've got gorgeous long hair. And we went up to Pennsylvania for a week together with the kids and Carrie and LW. And every day... You just come out with this hair. You've got braids or you've got these pretty ponytails and all these different ways that you've styled your hair. So I'm like, Renee, do something to my hair like that. Mine didn't look near as good as yours. And it's funny that
1: (laughs) that you mentioned that because I have to say, just thinking back because I was trying to anticipate. Okay, what are we going to talk about today? But trying to anticipate some of the questions. When your girls come up to me when we're traveling and they'll ask for me to do their, do hair, their hair, that means so much to me. That's yeah. just such a sweet, I don't know what it is, but I, I just looking back, I thought, you know, it just melts my heart when King Ken will come and be like, hey, nay, Nae, we hair? That's because their mom hair? can't do hair. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to remember, I grew up around it, right. so you could probably You've change all oil these... and stuff, and I can't. So <laughs> I'll fix these... your hair, and you just change the, the oil. But, I, you know, talking about hair, I just, some I have nice, thick hair. I I was born with it. I'm fortunate enough. And I know that you had Shauna on the show. And one of the things that I feel uh, the most proud about and just so glad that I was able to do it is I have donated a total of 20 inches to Locks of Love Love, and to the Pantene program, which goes to adults, too. So um, I'm hoping that I can do that one more time, and that will give me a total of 30 inches that I have donated in that time. That's
0: awesome. That is just incredible. You, you have gorgeous hair. There's no doubt about it. So we talked about, let's talk about family times. We have uh, been to Fort Lauderdale together yep. for Easter, went out fishing. I didn't make it very far <laughs> fishing, but you did really well. You <laughs> attempted. That's good. <laughs> Seasick, let's just say. And we spent Easter together in the Smoky mm-hmm. Mountains camping. We've spent time together in Pennsylvania. Uh, going back to our the event talk, one of my most favorite things is the pumpkin annual pumpkin carving party let's get that out and yeah talk you just go to the nines with that we all have tables laid out and she's got us all these things we can trace and cut and all the tools and buckets for the pumpkin guts and You know, we're running around taking pictures and amazing food. I
1: love that time of the year. Fall is like one of my favorite times of the year. So I like doing that, and we usually all, you know, we'll have a crock pot party. Everyone brings a little bit of a crock pot, and everyone just, you know, sort of uh, dips into that. But if you think about it, sometimes the seasons and the holidays get lost, and I think that – If you have those kind of parties, families are able to come and really enjoy those moments. And I I know having a family at a young age, looking at the kids now, you know, our oldest is um, 26 and 24 and 22, and... I think we missed out on a lot of that because we were just so busy, just not just really trying to figure out how you're going to make out. it the next day, right? And yeah, raise them, you know, yeah. you have time. So now I try to do things that are family, fun, and creative. And the pumpkin carving party, I just think that I get a kick out of it because when I stop and I look back at my pictures, it's the parents that are digging into the pumpkins <laughs> and they're carving. We do a you know, lot of everything work. out. Yeah, so the, they the competitive really nature it. of us comes yeah. out. It's like, wait yeah. a minute, we got to carve this one better than yeah. the next one. Yeah, because we have a little contest <laughs> yes. for the for yeah. the kids, and we did a lot of fun things this past yeah. year i think the that, that the they apple, really enjoyed yeah bot- yeah because you know at the, at the end of the day kids are going to look back up and they're going to look back on those moments yeah. and and really that's going to be what what they yeah when i think most. about my
0: childhood i'm i i 1st go to the quality moment time yes that absolutely. you had and i think the same for my family and the things that we do and and the things that we celebrate and make good of just on mother's day you know taking white down to yep. the creek on the property and and tootling around that was awesome for me i yeah, and it's, so it's just that. the
1: simplicity of it all. It's not, it doesn't take much to have to do that. It
0: is. So your family, you have just a sister. Yes. And, and your mom and dad um, growing up. And in a small town, did you have a bigger extended family
1: outside of that? Well, my, the four of you? my dad was the baby of 14. He had nine brothers and four sisters. Oh, wow. Yeah. So and, there you have it. That's no twins. much like the Earnharts. Yeah, no twins. so my grandmother was a Ooh. strong woman. Um, and then my, I had an aunt uh, on my mom's side, too. She had a sister. So we had a quite a large family. And growing up, um, it's the funny story is that I really didn't have any indoor plumbing until I was like eight. And we lived with my grandmother for a while while my dad uh, worked for uh, the railroad. And he was saving up their money. And they built this beautiful log cabin, which my mom still lives in today. So when we lived with my grandmother in the farmhouse, I can remember we had outhouses. And, we, you know, that was just the way that, that I can remember Going you know up. being raised and growing up yeah and uh, so i experienced a lot of different things but um you know in in a small town that that song everyone dies famous in a small town is very true because everyone knows everybody and it's you know it, it, there's a lot of uh, fun things that happen but growing up i can't remember uh we we had cows on the farm. We slaughtered our own hogs. We did all that kind of stuff. Um, we made apple butter. That was my favorite. And, again, that's sort of a fall thing. So I, I always loved for that to happen. The women always peeled the apples, and the men gathered the wood, and we had the big kettle. And you had these big paddles, and you have to stir it constantly. So when that day rolled around, and I was I had just started kindergarten, I thought, oh, dang, I'm not going to be able to do apple butter. And mom let me stay out stay of home. school because <laughs> I love – doing the paddles and the apple butter so that sort of that puts a little perspective on How <laughs> what you excited me whenever I was a little girl <laughs> there you go
0: that's pretty cool though because back in in those days doing things like that for your family and all you could use that as an excuse to get out of school yeah you know? yeah I mean, oh, we you had, had to work on the family house, farm we smoked and, our pigs, right yeah, so. right wasn't that big of a deal not to go to school.
1: Although when you had mm-hmm. like nine uncles and four aunts, you sort of did have enough bodies around yeah, the hill. To but <laughs> <But> yeah, to <laughs> do. It wasn't as big as for It was a family affair, you. yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure. So what do you and Carrie, I know the outdoors is really important to you guys, and Carrie is a big hunter and fisherman. Yeah. Uh, what do what does Renee and Carrie like to do together? I know what Carrie likes to do.
1: Yeah, well, I I love fishing. Fishing is probably I I could go fishing and any time of the day, any time of the year. Talk
0: about your night fishing that you guys do.
1: (laughs) So we both fish. (laughs) And let's just, needless to say, I'm not very good at it. I mean, like, the fish, is, hes is he's gone down Lake Norman by the time that my arrow even hits the water. So it's not all that great. But we have a really, really good time at it. And it's so funny because Kerry's got the, the little remote around his neck that does the little troll motor. And he's got his bow up. I'm like, how do you do that? He will get the, the boat where it needs to be, and he'll see, like, a fish in the water. And he's drawn back, and he's hit it. And I'm like... How do you do all of that? You're you know? still trying to get your bow yeah, pointed yeah, in the right yeah, direction. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, pull, I, I'm pulled back the whole time for like an hour. My, my shoulder's killing me. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, by the time I pull back to try to release, it's gone. But uh, we also do night fishing with like a normal pole too. So <laughs> I like carp fishing. So we, we, I like a fight. I like not eat the carp though, do We don't eat the yeah, carp. Yeah. But yeah. people okay. do eat carp. But no, I don't eat like the carp. I just like the fight of a carp. But I like to almost feel like I'm gonna be drug in. I want my reel to be smoking. That's what kind of fishing I like That's to do. That's
0: probably why you really like the um deep sea fishing yeah. too. Yeah. Because you're really good at that and strong yeah. and yeah. pulling and yeah.
1: I, I we went tarpon fishing last summer and I we had swells probably four foot tall and I had I hooked one and I fought it for like thirty minutes. Wow and it jumped up in the, the air and broke the leader and I was so upset, but I at least did get to see it. But it was so much fun. I wouldn't take nothing for that 30 minutes of almost being dragged into the water. (laughs)
0: Oh, crazy. How often do you guys get to the races with Jeffrey Racing? And and Jeffrey is your son, my nephew. People to this day get all of our family confused. So let's get it clear. How is Jeffrey related to you? <laughs> I know you guys go to the races and, we and do. support him. We,
1: we go as much as we can. We have Kayla at home, who's 10. And, again, that goes back to just trying to um, change your way of, of doing things. We try to stay at home with her and do as much with her while she's at a young age that, you know, we wish we'd have done a little bit more often with, with the older kids. But we go out and, and we see him when he's close by. We'll fly to, like, Daytona and, and maybe, you know, to Homestead and do things like that. And we'll usually go on race day. And, um he's he you know Jeffrey's come a long way he's he's had some bumps in the road but he's really making his own and uh, we couldn't be more proud of him right now for just really he's he's very talented and he, he's just keeps moving forward and Carry um, when he gets to the track you know he's so proud of him and but I wonder if he misses it a little bit which is why he sort of you know stays distant but we we like going. We don't we don't go just to be going. I can tell you that. Right. Like a lot of people would be like, you're not going to the races while they're in town. I'm like, no, nope, right. <laughs> <laughs> <We> <laughs> no, right. No reason you. to be there. <laughs> yeah, only if someone that's yeah that's there for us to go and watch. As yeah. far as Jeffrey or, or that one, of course, Junior. But yeah. you know, still, yeah. it's
0: so much of a big business these days. Yes, yeah.
1: it, it's different. So.
0: So tell us what Kerry's up to these days. I know um, our listeners, you know, know he has a past in NASCAR and has raced in various divisions. Um, but what are you guys doing these days that keep you occupied?
1: Well, we—it's it's funny because really throughout Kerry's racing career, he sort of cultivated this his outdoor passion as well. I mean, He's had partnerships with various, you know, uh, brands in the industries, Bass Pro Shops, yep. and NRA and Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, all that kind of stuff, and. That is really probably, I think, he's more passionate about the outdoors than really racing, although he loved both of them, um, I think somewhat equally the same. But uh, he, having that persona and being on um, several outdoor shows and just active within organizations We've come to really embrace this, and we just launched Earnhardt Collection uh, three years ago, which is 25 designs now. We launched it 22 designs, 25 designs, home designs with Schumacher Homes that really uh, encompasses the the lifestyle of the outdoors and really what we love about it and, and bringing the outdoors inside in these floor plans they're very open natural lighting stones a lot of those kind of things so we've embraced this opportunity with taking the outdoors and and uh, you know making it something that we really are it's fun and it's creative and we're looking at you know you know, what, what other kind of opportunities that, that lie out there that Kerry really loves and he's passionate about. And, and people, you know, look at it and, and they feel it and they see it and they get it and they understand it. So we've just really worked on the outdoor show for a little bit, and uh, we've taken different avenues with that. And it's like anything that you do that you don't know a whole lot about. You you really have to learn it. You have to learn the business. And that's what we've really done is we've just tried to be as educated about it as possible. So that's probably the next thing that we're looking at doing is really taking an outdoor show that's really going to be able to um, not be dictated or controlled by like in racing. I mean, you're so controlled in racing. But the fun thing about this that I'm, I'm so excited for Carrie is that it's who he is. Right. He's able to really just be what he is and who he is and, and, and take off with that. And he's done I'm so proud of him for really creating this opportunity for himself that people are wanting to to bite into. And they and they understand it. And yeah, understand it exactly.
0: Can. So together with Dale and myself and Carrie and then our families, we have created Earnhardt Outdoors, right. which is a lifestyle brand to show our passion of the outdoors, to uh, share that with others, educate others and Really, I think it's important for our families to make the outdoors a part of people's everyday lives. Right. It's it's so important. Um, and with the way the world is today and changing, you know, the passion for the outdoors can get easily lost in the boomy, baby boomer and, and forward generations, yeah. you know, the, the young generations of today. So um, I'm excited about that. And in, in doing that, we are looking at different opportunities to partner Uh, with folks whether it be products or services or things that they offer in the outdoor world and you know I think people when we talk about the outdoors people think about hunting and fishing because you know our dad was a great hunter and fisherman my husband L.W. loves to hunt and fish Carrie with Carrie Carrie loves to hunt and fish but you know the outdoors is so much more than that it's on Mother's Day playing down in the creek four-wheel riding kayaking on the lake, uh, tubing on the river, camping. You know, there, there's so many aspects of what you can do in the outdoors and enjoy the outdoors. And we've recently, we recently, we were just launching a relationship with a company called Tackle Grab. And Tackle Grab is a subscription-based fishing company. Much like if you've heard of a Bark Box, where you can sign up uh, monthly and get a box of treats for your dogs, this is a box of fishing treats and fishing lures. So I'm excited about that. In your due diligence in this whole process, uh, you know, what stands out for you with Tackle Grab and our relationship with them?
1: Well, I think the interesting thing with you guys, and sort of what your vision is with with the the outdoor company, with Earnhardt Outdoors, is really neat because you'll be more tra- you'll you'll do traditional things too, which is you know what what the Earnhardt brand has done as all, as well. But you have really you're looking at opportunities to really take people that have the same passion for the outdoors, and like you said, it's a it's a camaraderie. You have to bond together and really propel that to the next generation. And I think this is just a, a group of guys that just love fishing and love doing the same thing that that our family does, and you've partnered up with them, and you're going to help them make their dream a reality, which is really cool. Yeah. You know, I I, I like that opportunity, too, that you guys are given another uh, company as well. But I think, for me, I'm not very educated on fishing bait. And I grew up with mealworms, with nightcrawlers, corn, you know, chicken livers and that kind of thing. So (laughs) if I were to go and have to buy something I wouldn't even know what to buy. And this makes it so much more simplified for the consumer that, you know, and it's sort of like, I mean, we all like surprises. Yeah. So it's like a it's little like a present yeah, it's month. like a little surprise in the box, <laughs> and you open it up, and you know, and you can. Uh, it's optional, so you know, of how often you want it delivered to, which is good too, because yeah. you don't want it. You know, it doesn't have to be monthly. It, you know, there's different options there as far as subscriptions to it. So for me, I think that's really cool. Is that I think that for for someone that's fishing, it's just to have someone else based on what you like or what kind of fishing type that you like that you're going to be able to have that delivered to your door yeah. and go out and try it, and you didn't have to stand there and be like, okay, do I want this, 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 and this? Because I'm bad about picking, if I don't know what I'm buying, I pick the one that has less on the shelf. I'm like, well, that's got to be good. There's less there. Right. Somebody's buying it. <laughs> Somebody else those. is buying. Right. Like, oh. Yeah, that's true. And in and, and
0: thinking through tackle grab, that's, for me, time is a factor. You know, I don't have time to research. Right. I know that they're going to research and, and pick the most quality items so that when, you know, we can just focus on the activity of fishing, you know, when you right. when you get your box, you know that there's quality items in there. They've been researched. They're proven to work, and then you can put them to work in your activity and the time that you spend with your family and not spend all that time reading magazines or going online and trying to figure out what works and reading right. reviews and all that kind of stuff.
1: Right, right. Yeah, no, so. exactly. So I, I think that it's, it's, uh, it's nice, too, for that person that does like to be in the outdoors as a gift mm-hmm. when you think about that that's you know it's one of those because i do magazines a lot for people that that like my mom loves magazines so that's just that little gift that just keeps on giving and for people that you can't think of anything to do that's a nice little gift to do for them and be like
0: father's day father's day's a month away yeah great father's day gift yes
1: and you get to enjoy that with your father too so kids
0: (laughs) yep that's what you need to get your dad put a note in the card take me fishing Fishing. exactly exactly (laughs) Exactly. i want you to take me fishing and this is what we're going to (laughs) use All right, it's time for Ask Kelly. Remember that you can submit your questions on Twitter using the hashtag Ask Kelly at my Twitter handle, Kelly. We're also taking these on Facebook weekly as well on my Facebook page, Kelly K. Earnhardt. Our first question is from Twitter, and it is from Travel Dora. What is the coolest celebrity that you have met at a NASCAR track? A celebrity that I've met at a NASCAR track. Nothing is just popping into mind, but I will tell you a funny story about meeting Tom Cruise and this was back in the days of thunder days and that was filmed right here in mooresville and my dad was involved in uh the the filming of that or or, you know part of the movie or whatever and so we're out at my dad's shop on highway three where and Horn incorporated is now and i am gosh 17 or 18 I, i guess 16 17 tom cruise was a hit back then okay i should have recognized tom cruise He's standing there talking to my dad, this short guy, jeans and a tee, no clue who he is. I'm just running around the shop doing something. We were just messing around. And my dad's secretary comes over and she's like hitting me on the shoulder. Kelly, Kelly, don't you know who that is? Don't you know who that is? And I'm like, no, who are you talking about? And she's like, that's Tom Cruise. Your dad's talking to Tom Cruise. And I said, you're kidding me? <laughs> really? Like this guy whose poster I had on my wall as a teenager, that's Tom Cruise? <laughs> No offense, Tom Cruise, if you're listening. Totally did did not look like what he looked like on television, standing there talking to my dad, and I'll never forget that moment. Our next question is from Facebook, Lynn Windsor. There's always talk about Killer. You don't hear much about Stroker or any other of Dale's pets. Um, They want to know what kind of pets do you have and Amy has and what else Dale has out there on the farm. All the family pets. Well, Killer does get the most love. He is probably... Now with Junebug, which is Amy's uh, miniature Pomeranian, Killer and Junebug are the two famous celebrity animals that we have. Killer, Dale got him at a race in Indy back in 2004. Uh, he was an uh, offspring of Greg Biffle's, one of Greg Biffle's boxers. And so has uh, had the ride of his life for the last 10 years. But Dale also got a dog, Stroker, who is white and I don't know what you call them, albino. Uh, great albino dame. Great Dane. Yeah, great and I had him for a while. I don't think Dale realized that he was going to get, you know, six feet tall when he, when he put his paws <laughs> up on the counters and 125 pounds later. But Stroker also had some back issues. And our cousins, Stacy and Sonny, also had Great Danes. And when Stroker had those back issues, he went to live with Sonny and Stacy so they could care for him daily. I mean, he, he had a, a walker that had to fit to his back end so that he could walk for quite some time. So it was with Dell traveling. It was more than he could handle at the time. And Stroker loved it there so much with their Great Danes. Is that's where Stroker lives now. So that's why you don't see a lot about Stroker. And I laugh because I can imagine Stroker coming in here to Junior Motorsports like Killer does, <laughs> and barreling down the hallway at uh, 100 and. 25 or so pounds
1: i have a funny story though do you remember that cat that you had and you all were going to see your mom in virginia beach and that cat got loose in Taz, the truck? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a funny story it got loose in, in junior's truck <laughs> yeah oh, we're both oh yeah
0: we're both <laughs> big animal lovers i have two rescue dogs of my own bristol and you can guess that i got her around the bristol race and also Lucy, who is a boxer that we rescued a litter of boxer puppies, and I got them all adopted out, and kept Lucy. Also have two rescue cats, Lily and Lacy, and we have some stray cats that come up and eat with them as well. So a big uh, Dale has a cat too, uh, Tux, and we're just a big family of we love animals all kinds. We've got the buffalo out on the farm at Dale's. Wyatt goes down and feeds them apples, and we've got goats that. Dale received as a gift from Victory Junction Gang Camp, and we have horses that are just retiring out in the pasture for the rest of their life that we've taken in from other folks that uh, couldn't care for them. So we have all kind of animals that we enjoy.
1: Next question is also from Facebook. Stephen Conley
0: wants to know which sibling did you have the worst fight with, and how did your dad handle it? I like this question because it gives me a chance to really talk about the dynamics of our family. So I have five siblings. Or four other siblings and all there's five of us with all of my extended families and all the branches on my family tree carrie uh we did not meet carrie until carrie was 16 and and i was 12 at the time and so carrie was raised by his mother and and his father who adopted him and he decided at 16 he wanted to have a relationship with my dad and so we met him then so we didn't grow up in the same household we didn't get a chance to have those fights Dale and I grew up in the same household but we really didn't fight either because of our family situation of our parents divorcing early we had nannies that took care of us while my dad and Teresa traveled and so we were kind of we were like hey let's stick up for each other and take care of each other instead of fight about this it was like the two of us were the only ones that you know we had to to take care of each other.
1: And I hate interrupting you, but one thing, because <laughs> going back to the trailer, when we talked it's more, okay. I think, you know, being in the trailer, I can remember that Kelly is such a nurturer. I mean, she just was born to be a mother, and she did. She, I remember Junior would be sick, and he had, like, the beavis and butthead hair thing. <laughs> yeah, mean, it going on. He was, like, a on. foot tall above his head. <laughs> and Kelly would bring him over soup, and she would just lay in the bed and brush <laughs> that hair, and the hair <laughs> can remember that just so, like it was yesterday. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys were very, very close. Yeah, I mean, we you, were. You were your, yeah. We just didn't,
0: yeah, we didn't fight. And then Taylor
1: was born when I was
0: 16. Taylor was born. And so I went off to college at 17. So really did it grow up in the household with her either. So I think that's just some interesting things. And then my stepsister, Meredith, uh, my mom and Willie, who is her father, married in Virginia in 85. She grew up up there. We, we had summers and stuff like that with her. But again, you know, we didn't, we didn't see each other daily, so we didn't get tired of each other and we didn't fight really at all so i don't really have any good fighting stories we were just a loving family all happy to be together and and (laughs) have our relationships with each other as you know disengaged at times as they were so but i think that's you know that's real and that's interesting about our family Uh, i find no shame in that whatsoever no you shouldn't well thanks for submitting your questions for ask kelly all right well i really appreciate you being on today i do have some Last-minute questions that I didn't give you time to prep for. Yeah. Don't worry. It's not that bad. She's looking at me. Yeah. she's. See,
1: I've known her for almost 20 years, too.
0: The look on her face is the look that she gives (laughs) Carrie a lot.
1: Yeah, like, okay. What's
0: coming? Here we go. Final thoughts with Renee. Sweet or salty? Salty. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Dogs or cats?
1: Oh, that's not fair, Carrie. I know. That's something we didn't didn't talk talk about about is your love of animals. (laughs) Yes. I got to say both.
0: All right, heels or flats? Not, hills. not as in heels of the mountains. <laughs> shoes, shoes. Heels. <laughs> Massage or facial? Massage. Cook or eat out? Cook. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. I know. I think I know the answer to this one too. Dress or jeans and a tee? Jeans and a tee. City girl, country girl. Country. <laughs> I Hello. Know, I know. I those. use an outhouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know. I realize that. All right. Well, it's been fun. I appreciate you being on today. Everybody go out and, and look at TackleGrab.com and, and our newest launch with Earnhardt Outdoors and Renee and Carrie and Dale and myself and LW. And um, we'll look forward to seeing you out and about, Renee.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. And I just want you to know that um, you do such a great job with the show and you've really brought, for the woman's perspective, it's just so refreshing. Every time I tune in, You're it's very uh, enlightening and you really shine a lot of light on your the guests that you have on. And it's really, you know, you just you do a good job. With this. Well, I appreciate
0: it. It's been a ton of fun. Uh, thank goodness to Mike Davis's idea to do this. And and now I go out in the in out at events and outings, and they're like, "When are you going to have me on your show?" Oh. <laughs> I'm like I promise, I haven't forgot about you, but it's only one a week. Give You're me some be like time. Like the Oprah Winfrey Radio. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Well, thank you again for joining us on Fast Lane Family, and I hope you'll join us next week.
1: Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio.